heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are so glad to have you with us today. Guys, I am glad to be here. It seems like a month since I've been here. It has. It Happy is. New Year, Sam. M- maybe not to you guys. <laughs> maybe it seemed like yesterday, but it seemed like a month since I've been here. It's been... I haven't seen you all year, Sam. I know. I know. <laughs> it's been a year. It's been a year. But no, it has probably been about three weeks since we've seen each other. I know it. Or, yeah, it was kind of pleasant. No. <laughs> We've got a love fest going on here. We do, we do. No, it is really good to be back, and we welcome you to our second show of the year. And, man, the year's going past by pretty quick. I mean, we're already 10 days into it at this point, right? We're 10 days into in 2015. Does that seem just really weird to you at all, Robbie? Yes. Yes, because it seems like it was only New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we are an eve of an eve of the national championship for football. Oh, wow. Yeah, not that anybody really cares. There's some people that do, but I'm trying to find Eve Eves for you, Robbie. I'm trying. I appreciate it. But yeah. I, what I'm really excited about tonight, or today's show topic. I am too. You know, it's it's almost as if it was ordained to be the show topic this time. Right. It's timing. Everything's timing. It is timing. And so we are going to be talking about a very timely thing, resolutions. Not that anyone else isn't talking about it. We know other people are, but... Is it biblical? Is it unbiblical? Does God even care about resolutions? I don't know. Let's dig into that a little bit today, and let's just talk about, does God use those things in our lives? Is a resolution a good thing, Robbie, or a bad thing? I personally love it. Yeah. I I have really enjoyed that topic the last few years of my life. uh, I read the book, In the Imitation of Christ, uh, by Thomas Akempis, and in that book he pointed out that if we would, as Christians, look at one vice in our, you know, <laughs> many vices that yeah. we have and try to eliminate one vice every year at the end of, you know, 20 years, you'd have 20 less vices. And so if you had that one that you were working on, you know, that that, that, that would be a way towards sanctification. And I grasped that concept and I went, wow, what is it? And I started to ask Jesus that first year that I took this on. You know, what is it that, that you want me to work on? That you, and it was envy. Mm-hmm. And so we went on an adventure, me and Jesus, working on envy that year. And I cannot believe the change that came as a result of that one. And I've got other ones too. Absolutely. But that's, that's not how typically people approach this topic, mm-hmm. is it? No. I think it may sound a little bit more like the clip we're getting ready to play. Yeah, there you go. And so we're going to play a clip. And these are kids, which always makes it a lot more fun. But let's just listen to the resolutions these kids make and see if it sounds like someone we may know. This year, I want to spend more time with my kids. I want to stop gossiping. Did you see what she was wearing? I mean, yeah. This year, I'm going to join the Vikings game. This year, I'm going to control my shopping. I'm going to stop spending $6 on a cup of coffee. I'm going to control my anger. What are you doing? Can't you see I try to work here? I want to find that special girl. How are you doing? Huh. Pick it up! This year I'm going to call my parents more. This year 
I want to get rid of this pot belly. I want to care more about the environment. I want to be a better handyman. This year I'm going to be my own boss. I'm going to tithe 10% of my gross pay. This year, I will pay off all my debts. I'm going to go back to school and get my master's. I want to complete a marathon. I want to quit smoking. <coughs> this year, I'll control my road rage. I want to have a daily quiet time. Okay, maybe a monthly quiet time. <laughs> Robbie, that, uh, that, that sound familiar to you at all? Oh, that's the, that's the quintessential, you know, list of resolutions. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was talking with a, a new guy I started working with this week. I was doing some training with him, and, and his wife um, owns a, an e-cigarette store, right? And he was telling me that uh, this is the first year she's had it. You know, she went into business, and whether you approve of that or don't, that's not really the topic. But she went into to business, and because of New Year's resolutions, right now she's doing $2,000 a day. <laughs> Worth of business. Wow. Because yeah. of all the people that said, you know, hey, I'm going to quit smoking. You know, and so definitely, hopefully they are, and it will help them, and they'll move on to a healthier place. But, man, there's a lot of money to be made on this topic. You just look at the TV ads right now. Oh, I, I guarantee you the health care, you know, the gyms and the weight loss products and the, oh, my word. Why are you looking at me when you talk about <laughs> those topics, Robbie? <laughs> And Vinny with the Dunkin' Donuts, you know, they're, they're spread out, right. you know. Yeah, but, you know, I've given up so many things, you know, at my age that I think I don't know what to give up next, really. Uh, maybe it's not giving up something, but it's taking something. Uh, and that's what I've been doing for the last few years, walking with God and listening to God and letting him put me on the path of what he wants me to do not what I want to do. And so far it's been working because I'm 84 years old. And uh, I think, Robbie, what did you say? You run out of things after a while? I think I'm sprouting wings. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, honest to Pete, to, to quote Vinny, because he uses that honest to Pete all the time, one of my New Year's resolutions this year, Sam, for mm -hmm. real, was I always admire that Vinny has this amazing time with the Lord every night. Now, I have my amazing time with the Lord usually every morning. But one of my, what really, as I laid my head on the pillow, New Year's Eve, I said, this year, Lord, I want to spend time with you when my head hits the pillow like Vinny. I want to have that kind of intimacy as I go to sleep. And that's really an interesting thing that's taken place. Number one, I started to have some really cool dreams after that. I, seriously. But then the attacks that came, the headaches and all the stuff right before I go to bed, I was like, okay, I know you're not mm -hmm. happy about this, this new thing. But that was one of my, thanks to you, because I, I listened to how that you have that time with the Lord at night, and it was something I didn't have. So that's one of my resolutions. Yeah, it becomes a private thing, you know what I mean? Uh, sometimes I feel like he doesn't show up, you know, and I say, hey. Come on down. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm still here. here. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, you know. Let's get with it. We got a lot of things to talk about here. But that's my time. But I also do it in the morning, Robbie. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, my resolution is to do what God leads me to do. Absolutely. And that's, that's a great way to look at it of, you know, like God leading some of it. But that's not what typically people do. Right. Right. I mean, 
that's not what society says to do. You know, you got to look better. You got to feel better. You got to do all these things better. You got to make yourself more well known. Right? And that's actually going to take us into another clip. I'm going to play a couple of clips in this segment. And we're going to play one from a, one of our favorite movies, uh, Despicable Me. Absolutely. And, and let's listen to the resolution that Gru's making. And really, who's it about? Who's going to get the glory from this? And what's the focus of his goal slash resolution? We have had a pretty good year ourselves. And you guys are all right in my boat. <laughs> no, no raises. You're not going to get any raises. What did we do? Well, we stole the Times Square Jumbo Yeah, you all like watching football on that, huh? But that's not all. We stole the Statue of Liberty. The small one from Las Vegas. And I won't even mention the Eiffel Tower. Also Vegas. Okay, I wasn't going to tell you about this yet, but I have been working on something very big. Something that blow this pyramid thing out of the water. And thanks to the efforts of my good friend, Dr. Nafario. Thank you. Oh, there he is. He's styling. Now, we have located the shrink ray in a secret lab. And once we take this shrink ray, we will have the capability to pull off the true crime. <laughs> of the century. We are going to steal. <laughs> wait, wait! I haven't told you what it is yet. <laughs> hey, Dave, listen up, please. Beetle. Next, we are going to steal. Pause for effect. So, Robbie, they're going to steal the moon. Then his mother is going to be proud of him. Absolutely. <laughs> finally, Absolutely. finally, Julie Andrews is going to think that Drew has arrived. Was that his mom in the movie? Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Listen to that voice. It's awesome. It's like Mary Poppins is proud of Drew. And, and I think that that movie, as we said, you know, it is a kid's movie, but it is so deep in so many ways. You've got this broken man who is a broken young boy that's always wanted his mom's affection, his mom's approval, and this resolution that he's really making seems about himself, but it's really about trying to win her approval, isn't it, Robbie? Yeah, he he is trying to prove to himself, I, I guess to some extent, yeah. that he has what it takes. Yeah. And so many of so many of the things that we go about doing as resolutions is you know, we're about gonna prove this year I got what it takes. Yeah, we, we're either going to prove that to ourselves, or we're going to prove it to somebody else that hasn't ever admitted it to us. Yeah, I do think that was about Gru, and I think, but his his measurement of that is whether his mom agrees with it. Right. Right, and I think sometimes we look at those resolutions we make each year, and, it, and there's nothing wrong, in my opinion, with making them, but what's the motive behind them, and what's the method we're using to get to them, which is really more of the issue. Is it a bad thing to want to lose weight? Well, I guess it depends on how big you are. <laughs> is it a bad thing to want to quit smoking? No. 
But what's really driving that? What's really the motivation behind that? Is it is it really something for you? Is that something for you and God? You know, where's that coming from? Yeah, and, and there's a lot to the timing of it. In my world, you know, I don't think it absolutely has to happen on the very first of January. And if you have a setback, does that mean you you give up? Because the world of grace and in the world of second chances means that wow, I can stay at this. If the idea was I was going to keep pray every night like Vinny, then if I skipped a night, should I give up on the resolution or should I say, Lord, forgive me and let me have another shot at this because I want to grow up and be like Vinny, Sam. Is what <laughs> Don't we all, Robbie? Don't we all? Well, you're listening to The Masculine Journey. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about this topic of resolutions and how to make good ones and how to be there with God. Hi, this is Adam Rodriguez. Did you know that today, one out of every four American kids is Hispanic? That means many of the future doctors, engineers, scientists, and entrepreneurs of our country can be your kids. We all know how hard it is for you to send them to college. This is why we want you to know you are not alone. Many support you, and the Hispanic Scholarship Fund helps you prepare, plan, and pay for your kids' college education. Learn more at hsf.net. Brought to you by the Hispanic Scholarship Fund and the Ad Council. Dear Smokey Bear, for teaching us how to prevent wildfires for 70 years, outdoor lovers everywhere want to give you a bear hug. I want to give Smokey a bear hug for teaching me that a fire isn't out till it's cold. For teaching me to douse my fire with water, stir the ashes, and douse it again. For showing me that sparks from a dragon toe chain can start a wildfire. For being a big fuzzy bear. I like big fuzzy bears. Happy 70th, big guy. Let's bring it in for a bear hug. Come on. Wish Smokey a happy birthday using hashtag Smokey Bear Hug. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. Oh, there's our music. Welcome back to The Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you today. We are talking about the topic of resolutions. Not just because it's New Year's, but it's a very topical time to talk about it. But New Year's is a good time for lots of things. It's a time to reflect. It's a time to look at the new year coming up, right? It's a time to say, you know what? Hey, it is getting lighter every day outside. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pleasant thing. Yeah, it's not going to get darker every day. But uh, I would want to like to go to a clip pretty quickly in, in this segment and really set up what we're going to talk about the rest of the show is what is that the purpose of this whole New Year's? You know, how can you look at that maybe a little differently than you have in the past? How can you look at resolutions a little differently than you have in the past? And this is from a movie called New Year's Eve, very appropriately entitled. I've never seen it. I don't think any of us have seen it. It's from 2011. And Hilary Swank is the the character talking here. Well, she's the actress who's talking as the character. I want you to listen. And she's talking to some some people, some reporters and some different people. As the the New York ball has stopped falling, it's gotten stuck. And so somebody has to get up there and talk. And she gets up to talk and listen to what she has to say. Hello, I'm Claire Morgan of the Times Square Alliance. And... As you all can see, the ball has stopped halfway to its perch. It's suspended there to remind us before we pop the champagne and celebrate the new year to stop and reflect on the year that has gone by, to remember both our triumphs and our missteps, our promises made and broken. The times we opened ourselves up to great adventures or closed ourselves 
down for fear of getting hurt. Because that's what New Year's is all about. Getting another chance. A chance to forgive. To do better. To do more. To give more. To love more. And to stop worrying about what if and start embracing what will be. So when that ball drops at midnight, and it will drop, let's remember to be nice to each other, kind to each other. And not just tonight, but all year long. Thank you. Kind of makes me want to clap. Oh, what a clip that is. <laughs> it kind of puts a lot of things in perspective, doesn't it? I mean, it makes me want to watch this movie. I was blown away. I had never looked at New Year's in that light as a second chance. But what a picture of the Christian life. Mm-hmm. That God has given us another chance to forgive, to love, to make an impact you know, in our families, in our close relationships. Uh, and and it's just amazing. It, mm-hmm. It's just, just an amazing clip, an amazing thought. It is. You know, Vinny, I know that you've listened to that a couple times now. And so yeah. what are some of the thoughts that, where that takes you? Well, most everybody gives up something, like you said before, cigarettes or mm-hmm. weight and stuff like that. Uh, that clip there just tells it all. You know, I'm running out of years and things mm-hmm. to give up. You know, I mean, uh, well, now Vinny, you were there when the original ball dropped, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the second on the, one, the he, second one. Right. He was on the crew. Robbie's <laughs> after me. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. You know why, Sam? Because you didn't give him the Eve, Eve. Yeah. Well, and maybe uh, next year his resolution will be right. nice to Vinny. Yeah. But, you know, that, that, that clip there, what she's saying is so true for everybody. I mean, it's so simple if you think about it, you know, to be good to people. Mm-hmm. To be good to your children, to not hold animosity towards people, the world. Or, uh, it's really what you're giving up is uh, your selfishness. Yeah. You know, uh, you know. I want to be skinnier. I want to be without smoking. I mean, I used to give up smoking every year. And by the time <laughs> the morning came, I was smoking. Yeah. You know, and, and I felt terrible. I says, oh, I'm lying to God now. You know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of lying to my, well, whoever. But that's what it's all about. Just like she said, be kind to people. Uh, and they'll be kind to you. You know, it's mm-hmm. got to start someplace. It does. And that's that's a good time to start. It is. There's so much in that clip. It wasn't very long, but it's pretty powerful. You know, one of the things that stuck out to me is, you know, the a time to open your heart back up and take a risk. You know, it talks about closing yourself off. You know, and nobody gets through this life without being wounded from time to time. And, and the enemy's there to say, you know, strike out against that other person or, you know, draw back and never be around anyone again. And, and this clip kind of captures just all those kinds of things that the enemy comes after us with. You know, hold mm-hmm. a grudge, you know, be all about me. Right. And this right. is no, there's, there's more to it than that. And so New Year's resolutions can be very, very powerful. It could be giving something up. That's right. Or it could be moving more into a deeper truth with God. You know, Robbie, you've been on this adventure now for a few years. You feel like talking about that a little bit? Yeah, 
Craig McConnell, I, I believe, is, is in the ministry there with Ransom Hart, and and I watched the thing he did on the poser, and he and he described true repentance as feeling like you're the prodigal son, and you're on the way to go see the dad after you've been eating, you know, the pork, you know, eating there with the pigs, and you'd be so excited to be able to sit down with your dad again. And I found that to be absolutely true. When you realize that there's something in your life that is unpleasing to the Lord and you, you realize, wow, I can go on an adventure with Jesus and begin to work through this, it's going to be like sitting down at dad's table and not having to eat the, you know, the, with the pigs. And, and so this year as I went out, like we talked about, I got with Jesus and said, what is it this year? I worked on Envy last year. What, what's, the, what's the adventure this year, Lord? And he told me lust. And, you know, what are we going to do with this? And, oh, what an adventure he took me on. <laughs> you know where all that went, Sam, and the freedom that was involved in that and what it did for my life and, and my marriage and all sorts of things that are involved in how much better I feel about and, and that I actually got freedom. And I've talked about that on the show a few times. And then for, like, bonus coverage, you know, in November, that I'd had that resolution, but then all of a sudden I got this whole thing about being a thief and so I got to work on a second vice in, in 2014. And it, again, it was exactly the same feeling, like, man, I get to be on the road. And so I really, I did. I had an amazing year in 2014. I'm very excited. For this year, he's told me pride. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to what, where we're going because I know I got some issues. Well, now last year was the year of Robbie. Yeah, I mean, you proclaim that, <laughs> and so it really was, and, and this year may be as well. Yeah, I might could get bonus coverage again. You could. It could be continuing on. You know, you know for me, I started praying about this. Um, I really didn't feel compelled New Year's Eve to, to really do it. It wasn't a traditional thing, and I just really wanted to think a little bit more about it, and, and honestly, I was kind of on vacation, and so I just was taking a vacation from everything mentally at the moment, just enjoying some time with the family, and um, Monday morning, I really started thinking about it, and it was good because I had a long drive uh, for work, a couple-hour drive, and so I got in the car and didn't turn on the radio, didn't didn't really get on the phone, and just kept with it, saying, "Okay, God, where do you want to go this year? You know, what what goals should I have? What what resolutions or or whatever you would call it would you want me to have?" And it wasn't so far. It wasn't anything that He wanted me to give up. Yeah, I need to lose a little bit of weight. Yeah, I need to exercise better. I need to do those things for my heart, for my family. Yes, those are all true. I need to do those things. But what he was telling me was, just believe in who you are. That's what I want you to do this year. I want you to do two things. Believe in who you are and love others well. That's really all he's given me. And I want to do some of those other things for me. But I think part of that is he knows when I can believe in who I really am in him. Yeah. Right. Some of those other things will come a lot easier, you know, but it's kind of hard to be motivated when you're fighting on who you feel like you really are, or how you see yourself or the, the lies the enemy's throwing at you. You're only this or you'll never be more than that. Right. Kind of like you talked about the thief thing that you didn't even know was there. And, and when God can peel some back, some of that back and, and step you into truth and not let you just be there for a moment, but stay in it. How incredibly powerful would that be? And, Today, I, you know, I opened up, I was looking for some scripture, and what was really cool, as I've been talking about this topic in a devotional that I do about uh, resolutions, and, and this came up from Ephesians, and it said, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, 
and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering to sac- and a sacrifice to God. Ephesians 5, 1, 2. And I read that and I said, God, that's just what you told me. Live as a beloved child. Live as who the person you keep trying to tell me I am. And just focus on loving others. I don't even know what that looks like yet. But man, my heart's come alive with just the thought of it. Of how different this year may be if I can just truly do that at a better, in a better way. Well, I, I have this dear friend, Adam Draper, and just yesterday, Sam, he was telling me about a dream he had on spiritual warfare. And this guy in this place was teaching a class on spiritual warfare. And this cloud came up of actually church people that were fighting amongst each other. And there was all this hate and envy and all these different things. And he said the, the evil, the demons and the, were feasting on all this anxiety, all the hate, all the disgruntled, you know, all the, the backbiting and all that stuff. And they were just getting bigger and bigger. And they had expended a lot of the evil one's energy on this big cloud that it enveloped. He said, now they're going headed towards another church to bring them into this fray. And what I want you to do in the spiritual warfare is I want you to send love to that church where they're headed. And I want you to just focus on sending love to that church where they're headed. And now I want you to send love to those people that are all in the midst of the big backbiting and all the big cloud there. And then I want you to send love to yourself. Mm-hmm and then send it back and send and send Christ's love into that whatever. And he said the cloud just went and angels came and they almost posted a flag saying this is new ground where we've never, and Satan can't come back here because he expended so much energy to create this and he's never gotten this ground before. And as you describe that love, I mean that love is a battlefield <laughs> <laughs> we should add pat benatar oh yeah yeah, yeah. that would have played it off <laughs> so it is it is still new year's and the great thing is it doesn't matter if it's january 10th no it doesn't matter if it's april 10th or november 10th or april 15th <laughs> yeah that's right a lot of praying will go on that day that's for sure uh but no it, it, tomorrow's a fresh start god's there and he's saying look Let's go get this together. Let's focus on the things that's bring your heart life, to let you live more of the abundant life that Jesus came for. That's what he has in your heart. That's what he wants you to bring out. That might be through losing weight, from quitting smoking, or it may just be walking along with him saying, God, I know you love me, and I am your child. Be his child today.